It's make you cry. I don't know the rest of the world. If I'm not back again <laughs> this time tomorrow. Tis a kitty. <laughs> We are here tonight in my house, so I'm doing the intro. As always, we have got Benjamin, and to my right is Doug. Let's get it. What are we talking about? <laughs> code, code, code. Nice. Thanks. You're welcome, uh, boys. Thank yeah. you. Glad to be back. Yes, Another hostess with the mostess gave me a great, great coffee to get me going for tonight. Yeah, yeah. nice. Um, it's pretty impressive you can drink coffee at 7pm. But yeah, I'm, 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 I'm at that stage where caffeine kind of just doesn't really work. Remember <laughs> 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 when you drink four Red Bulls a day mm. for most of your childhood? I um, As I pulled up, I got to see um, HBC's new coffee truck on his driveway, which looked pretty yeah. damn sexy. Yeah, thank mm. you. Thank you, guys. Yeah, it's been... Um, a long process to get it parked out the front, but yeah, you're almost we're there. almost there. Yeah, we're just waiting for our coffee machine to turn up from um, from Italy, and then uh, oh, wow, yeah, Italy, and then that's it. We're just that's having. We're I'm dropping have... 500 in a day on coffees <laughs> in the club. <laughs> <if> I... <laughs> yeah, you gotta start raking in the money. Get yeah. out of the red by bit by bit. Yeah, yeah. nice. I oh, mean, nice. It's yeah. way better business than podcasting. <laughs> oh, what was I thinking? <laughs> yeah, but you don't get to have cool yarns yeah, selling true. coffee. Yeah. yeah, no, you don't. Possibly. That's good. Looking yeah, yeah. forward to it. What do you got? What do you got for us today, Douglas? Uh, you know, a jam-packed, jam-packed episode. Don't know if we're going to be able to fill it all in. Um, but we've got we had nine preseason games. Yeah. Um, wow. And four or five of them were like three halves or games of. Three I was going to say there are a couple of upsets in there too, eh? Mm. But again, a lot of that was um in the yeah. third half, eh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's basically like fifteen on zero. Um, like the other teams playing like you know trialists and stuff. But, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, a wins a win. Yeah, and winning's a habit. I take it. it. Is. Yeah, winning is a habit. Um, but also, uh, <laughs> I start with the. Uh, I got some um a bit of news as well from the coaches box, so from uh, the community. Yeah, uh, the JR Dubs community. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and uh, also. Just uh, something I wanted to talk about, wanted to bring up, if it was okay with you, other two co-hosts, but it was one of the stupidest rules in Japanese rugby. I love stupid rules, break it on. Um, So there's a few, but yeah, to start with that, um, there's a rule in Japan where once you register with a team for a season, regardless of what level, you can't register or play for any other team for that whole, I guess, calendar year. And so. that, and um, correct me if I'm wrong, that counts as like an am- at amateur club level mm. counts for that too. Eh? So if you're playing just like amateur yeah, fifth, like grade. Second, yeah, yeah. fifth grade for like a random ass club in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. and then you get picked up by a company or a club, you can't play that season. Yeah, yeah. So I think um, all wow. the registrations done on the same kind of like database thing. So when you put your name into it, so say if somebody was playing for, I don't know, the... YCAC. Yeah. YCAC third 15. Um, yeah. And they were playing in an actual league or something. Like at the moment, YCAC just play exhibition games. So it doesn't matter. Like anyone can play there. But um, if you're playing for... There's a team called the Acorns. But if yeah, you're playing for nice. the um, Acorns uh, and you're registered and then the Dino was like, you know, come along. Then we try and register you. would be like, oh no. Doug Pickens already registered with the Acorns for the season, so he can't, can't play. Yeah, yeah, he can't play. That's um, a crazy, eh? Yeah. Um, I've I've seen a couple of players that's happened to my old team, Kurita, and it's mm-hmm. even happened at the Boars, hasn't it? We've had yeah. a few players that we've pulled across, and then, but we've known that when we've signed them. But still, it's crazy that mm. you sign a player and you just can't <coughs> use him for a whole season because it just he's makes no to, sense to yeah. some random amateur club in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, Surely yeah. he can just like sign some papers and like. This, well, that, uh, that's how it normally works. Yeah, them. like you you sign transfer papers. Yeah, yeah, like that's literally a thing. You yeah. just transfer papers. Um, it happens at and like ITM Cup Super Rugby as well. Like yeah, yeah. Look, it's a very common thing mm-hmm. everywhere else in the world. But um, you can do but, it with foreign players as well. Um, so you know, like the guys that we've just had, Curtis Rona was playing uh, in England, but yeah. he's obviously finished that to come with us. Um, but that's fine if it's going from outside of the country to into the country or <laughs> vice versa. But two teams within the country cannot no can't sign does that. not compute. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what yeah, it is? It it's because you know how Japan's like still full like paper society. They don't use like electronic databases. 
Like they just can't get the slip of paper <laughs> <laughs> from the club in the middle of nowhere to like transfer. But their delivery mm. system is like the best in the world. So like, how does that? Not, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, How does yeah. it not work? Should be using the tuck tube in a yeah. definitely. No, definitely. they don't though. No, I have no idea. But yeah. I, I do reckon that that is probably part of it. Is that they're still using physical copies <laughs> on the database, and it's just like too hard basket. Well, we'll just, just wait for next year, and then yeah, yeah. you know we yeah, can yeah, re- re- reset yeah, reset yeah. itself. So yeah, um, I think they. Uh, it probably started with somebody, you know, coming from another team and then just playing like in the final or something for some club team. And they're like, oh, that's unfair or something. And then they've just made yeah. these rules. But I mean, every week, once season starts, every team in the, all three top divisions will have 20 to 30 players who just don't play a game all season because there's no uh, B games and stuff. And, you, and they yeah. can't be registered to another club to yeah, play yeah. either. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then club Outrageous. teams are like always struggling for numbers. So when I used to play club rugby in Fukuoka, it was like one game every three weeks because there weren't enough teams and weren't enough numbers. And Well, any of the half decent footy players, I guess, are signed, well, you know, mm. like in the like the ext- non-members even for like a, a club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like there's just no filter filter yeah. through unfortunately like no drip mm. yeah i mean because in super and itm and stuff you sign with a club team eh? so yeah if you don't make it for that team like you go uh, to your club even if it's like there. for a city that or a place that you're not part of mm. you get assigned a club team that you will play for yeah. if you're like a non-member yeah. you know or like you've been injured and you're coming back like they want you to play rugby for yeah. grassroots yeah, yeah i mean it just helps if you know uh young up-and-coming players saw all these players from dinobores and I guess Cannon and stuff. Uh, Absolutely. And There's so many players like on every team's roster that could do with mm. playing club footy if they could. I'm sure, like. 100%. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it would probably take a while to get going, but there's. Yeah. I do remember them. There used to be a satellite comp though when mm. I first came. Like the. Um, teams that just what, follow the, the main team around. Um, yep. Yeah, or not even follow the main team around. Sometimes it would just run separately. Oh, yeah. And the, oh, the, B, the B team would get, get. B teams would just get random games. Mm. And, yeah. But. Um, I don't know, even before COVID, I don't know why, but they just kind of stopped doing it. True. But I think um, even a few years ago, they ran that summer competition, mm. that summer cup. That cup thing, yeah. And I think that was kind of, that was like meant to be like the the B teams mm. kind of get, get a run and, yeah. and play like a competitive You sort of need something footy. running alongside the competition. Absolutely. Just, you need yeah. guys playing footy or yeah. else they just kind of lose motivation. Mm. They're just holding tackle bags all year. It gets yeah, yeah. Pretty, when you <laughs> like got a bag tough. of, well, when you got a squad of, sorry, 70 people and like, yeah, yeah. there's a massive group of us that won't play and then. Like, yeah, it's, it's, I think it's to, okay now Like everyone's getting games, but yeah, definitely yeah. as you kind of chug along through the yeah. mid-season, mm. there's a few boys that, you know, it's. It's cold, it's wet, it's snowing on you, <laughs> and you're holding a tackle bag for the boys. It gets yeah. pretty. Oh, boys, let's go. Yeah, me, really character building. Character mm. building, it is. Um, so, what's the. Sorry, I just want to jump in there. And, mm. So, we've got Division One, Two, Three, which is like the main. Part main, of League One. Part of League yeah. One, sorry. And then what other footy can you play in, um, play in Japan? So, you can play think- stuff that's still like paid. So, you've got like Top East. Um, I think you've got Top East A and B. Uh, so that's where a. like teams like Yakut yep. and stuff play. Yeah, I think they've, they've got paid, a team and, paid players. Akita, mm-hmm. they've got a couple of <clears throat> foreigners to up there. Northern side. Bullets. Yep. Northern Bullets. I never knew what they were like because all these Japanese people saying the name to me and I was like Northern Brits or something. And I was like, <laughs> what's Brits? Yeah. And then they, I saw it and it just said Bullets. I'm like, oh. I've got a mate. He played at Manawatu, Curtis Reed. Curtis he, Reed, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's playing at the, the mighty Northern Bullets. Mm. So, so the, uh, Akita, yep. On yeah, like so a they play professional like, gig, yeah. True. So they play like in, when you say They're in the regions. top East A competition. East. So it's a whole See, the problem Japan. with that is they won it. They can't promote, there's no promotion for them because they're not, they don't want to go fully pro to be part of like, League One is like a, for teams that want to be professional or semi-professional. Oh, I see. And like, Architar haven't bought into that mm-hmm. business model or whatever. Yeah. And so, like, that is. So they just keep winning, or they'll just win, but then. Yeah, yeah, but there's the club finals. Yeah, that's it. Mm. Oh, I see. Going back to um, transferring, actually, Doug, I actually even remember when I first came, you weren't allowed to sign to another team in your division. Oh, yeah. Like, the teams just wouldn't sign off on it. Yeah. Like, you couldn't get a transfer. So, Mm. like, if you wanted to move across, say, back then I was at Kurita and Mitsubishi were in the same league, and I wanted to sign to Mitsubishi, you just weren't allowed to do it. That you just weren't allowed to move to during transfer. the same season, just ever. Yeah, I remember. You just um, were never ever allowed to transfer. <laughs> oh, true. <laughs> to another team in your division. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Um, I remember it was like uh, 
there is a window where like you can't talk to other teams until after a certain date. So it's like basically when the contract is up is when you can start. So I think when the season finished in like Feb, so you can't start talking to other teams, players until like April. end of, yeah. end of uh, <laughs> it was, December. Yeah. Or, yeah, You're still not year. really meant to, but yeah. or as I know it, like they don't really want you talking to other teams <coughs> so that you can like up your contract, be like, oh, so-and-so would pay this for me. Can you guys match it? Yeah. So like I think agents have to be a little bit kind of like they can't, put an active say like oh ben's on the market yeah, or yeah. hbc's on the market but yeah. they'll be like if hbc went on the market look hypothetically what would you pay yeah yeah kind of thing is what they kind of have to do but i remember when my contract you know with curita for me to actually take offers or talk to teams i had to say i'm ending my contract with curita i'm now officially on the market yeah. you can't just you can't talk to teams like oh you know like i'm thinking about it what oh, you guys think, reckon? yeah, yeah. Them mm-hmm. off on you, it's kind of crazy because you kind of have to say oh i'm going to cut myself with this team i'm just gonna go on the market and hope that i pick up a contract yeah so it's it, it's like it i reckon it's a bit a bit unfair like mm. they're trying to like you know hamper the player's ability to yeah yeah you know a get good contracts and b even like look after themselves because yeah. it's um negotiating on behalf of yourself that's quite common in japan is that um and like maybe it might have might not be common now but mm. like in the past players uh, don't have an agent, so they negotiate on their behalf. Is that sort of where that well, comes from? Well, normally um, they don't really negotiate because they're just employees. So it's kind of just like <laughs> probably a work contract. Yeah, true. And then, um, <laughs> once, so you don't decide. It's like, oh, well, some players do say, okay, I'm going to retire. I'm going to go to work yeah. full time. And other people are told, okay, do you want to start focusing on work? Um, <laughs> and it's basically just like, we don't want you in our rugby team anymore kind yeah. of thing. Um, but they're like, I don't want to work. Monday, Tuesday, Thursdays. Yeah. <laughs> Can um, I just keep holding tackle bags? So, and then the players like at Coke, and we suddenly disbanded. And most of the Japanese players, I think, apart from two or three, were uh, employees and heaps of the young guys because they were still doing vending machines and stuff. And I think after four to five years, they always kind of say, like, you can go into sales or you can go into not vending machines, but supermarkets or something. <laughs> and it's, uh, Ooh, then if you, um, like, yeah, at that moment of disbanding, if you're at vending machines in, and then if you took a deal somewhere like in your hometown, Nagasaki or something, and we're like, okay, I'm going to do vending machine, you couldn't really move up from there because that's just like kind of what you did. I think it was just rugby was allowing people to move up and down oh, as right. long as you started in vending machine. But normally for people, I think they just go into one thing and that's them. Um, so heaps of the young boys were like, I didn't come here to play one season of rugby and then for, you know, 60 years of vending machines. stack vending machines for the rest of my life. So then suddenly they were just trying to find agents or trying to do things themselves or talk to old coaches at unis who had connections and stuff and just trying to, uh, yeah, do that. It's not what you know, it's who you know kind of thing. Yeah, it's definitely um, who you know, right? I definitely, yeah, think in the past Japanese boys did a lot of their own contracting, but I mean, like a lot of, a lot, a lot of players and still now even take some pretty raw, rough deals. Yeah. So, like, a lot more Japanese boys are using agents because agents probably just have a better idea of, like, what the market is and kind of what play is worth yeah. is now. Mm. You know, like, if you don't know, you know, what other but guys are getting know, paid, you know, yeah, you, like, just, you just don't know. So, you, yeah. you think you're getting a good deal and then um, and then you sign, like, a you know, a three-year deal and then you're like, oh. Yeah, yeah. You start finding out what other people are getting paid. You're like, oh. Yeah, yeah, Because oh. it's not really <laughs> talked about, like. Nah, and I, I, I'm actually a really big like, believer in contract transparency. Mm. Transparency for even just everyone. Yeah. Like players to talk about it more because even sometimes agents might pull the wool over your eyes just mm. to get you over here because they get to flip the ticket. Yeah, because they're like, obviously they're looking out for the players as well. But, you know, at the end of the day, they control sort of where everyone's going and sort of have a, yeah. a rough idea of you know, I definitely where. believe to an extent talking about, um, contracts isn't always a bad thing mm-hmm. just yeah. to you know get a, a get an idea of yeah. you know what everyone's on and stuff like that so you yeah. kind of have a position and you can talk to your agent about it too and he might just be like well you're just not that good so you can't <laughs> you know or like you can ask me like oh you know like so and so is getting paid x i think that oh, i could potentially be around there what are your thoughts you know yeah, and yeah. you can you can kind of talk your way through it yeah because no i just i just interesting because the last couple of years being at diner boys you see like the CEO come in and then you'll see the Japanese boys like start filtering through around the end of the season or like mid season, you know? It's yeah, like, yeah. Obviously they they are the ones that don't have like agents, so they're just negotiating. Yeah, one to one. Yeah. And that I reckon that can be pretty tough. Mm. I do know in the past as well, I know a few boys, I won't name them, but like have been hurt a little bit by teams, 
you know, because you're not meant to be allowed to talk to other teams and stuff with contracting. Yeah. And they'll string the player out all the way to the end of the contracting window and then not offer a contract, mm. offer a really, really low contract. Yeah. And then, they but, they and then they, they like, the player can't take it or they're like, oh, wait, I, there's no way I can afford to take this. Yeah. And But it's the end of the contracting window and most teams have filled their rosters. Yeah. And then they're like, kind of have nowhere to go and end up having mm. to take a real, you know, shit contract yeah. or just not even get a contract. Yeah. And I've seen that happen to a few boys, unfortunately, as well. So the companies do use that rule where you're not allowed to talk to other teams to yeah. their advantage. Yeah, yeah. Like knowing they're going to get rid of you, but not letting you go anywhere else as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Mm, um, yeah, it's a tough one to be in. Well, I think like at Coke, uh, it was pretty crazy. Like you weren't sure if you're going to get your contract. Some of the foreign boys and then, and like, you know, they got all this stuff in their uh, house and they're leaving back to NZ or wherever they're from for the summer break or uh, the off season. And then like, it's like, I think one of the boys, uh, the morning that he was leaving, I just got called into the office and said, um, yeah, so we're not renewing your contract or something. So, oh, so, um, and then they were just like, can you pick up your place, uh, for like the person who's coming next? He's like, I'm leaving today. I said, dude, like pay his agent to pack it all up and send yeah. it to him and stuff. And oh, it was wow. just like, and then suddenly, you know, uh, 30 minutes later or something, we got a team meeting and then it's just like, oh, this is this guy's last day. Um, get him to say bye and he just found out it's his last day and it's kind of like uh oh wow so, yeah, yeah that's ruthless. <laughs> mm, yeah that is ruthless. I, I do know one i had one mate that same thing kind of like didn't know and knew that he was going to be trying to negotiate a contract over the break mm. and did same thing he had to pack up his house and then got cut while he was back in nz and had to fly back up they flew him up but still had to fly up and just tried to flick everything he could on craigslist yeah you know get rid of all the stuff he bought you know try to oh, house. out of his house yeah then. left everything else at my place yeah. like that he couldn't get rid of yeah and then that was it just went home and i just had like a half house <laughs> like in mine <laughs> i was like oh, i'll take this table actually it's pretty good <laughs> but like oh yeah it can be real ruthless i had yeah. i had one mate that same thing got like didn't got a contract pulled up like under, out from him at the very end of the contract window that he thought was semi locked in yeah and ended up um, this was when like you had to stay in Japan to you know keep your category A like he was going for his passport so he ended up just staying in a hotel like paying up a hotel for him and his family yeah and he was just doing training gigs with teams till he found <clears throat> a team that would take him and took him for pennies he just needed something so he was getting paid in Japan because yeah, that's yeah. what you needed for your passport yeah you needed to be paying tax and so the guy was just like paying it his ass staying in a hotel yeah, yeah. Doing, picking up these random training contracts till the team picked him up yeah and just it's like, crazy, and, and they knew that they could get him for nothing. So mm. they offered him like an absolute penny's contract. Yeah. And he had to take it because he just had needed something. Yeah. yeah. And uh, like, they got his money's worth out of him. Poor yeah, guy. Jesus. Oh. But so, yeah, there's some pretty horror stories. I mean, like, Japan's awesome and you like a really cool place to play rugby. Yeah. But yeah, there are definitely some horror stories yeah. contracting wise. Mm. Yeah. You just got to be fucking on top of it. Eh? And, like, yeah. Yeah. I definitely nice think have an agent getting in early and that, that's what agents are for mm. and stuff, you know, mm. like making sure that that doesn't happen to you. But yeah. he did have an agent and that's to happen mm. to him. But like, <laughs> at the end of the day, companies can do that to you. I don't think it happens as often now, but because agents are a bit more onto it. But before, yeah, companies had a lot of power to kind of like, ruin you if they wanted to yeah. i think some companies more than others were kind of had that reputation as well so and then if you didn't know you just kind of come in and then it'd be like oh getting paid in a kind of weird way like this doesn't say the company's name on my pay packet <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm getting i'm getting yeah, paid yeah. for like a shell company yeah, What's yeah, yeah. Um, brown paper bag just turns <laughs> yeah. up and it's like oh um, so yeah you just uh obviously just do your homework if you're getting offered stuff like most places over yeah. here are always good absolutely and, and if you know someone or um, even if you don't really know somebody like knows a mutual friend or whatever, like most rugby players are pretty happy to talk talk about that kind of thing because, you know, it's like we're a community and we wanna look after each other. Like yeah. if you're if you're a little bit doubtful, definitely reach out or reach out to some one of us on Japan Rugby Weekly. Like yeah, I'm pretty yeah. happy to talk players to it. Yeah. Yeah, nice. I've definitely had mates reach out about yeah. contracts and stuff just to make sure that, you know, like you're you're going to doing something legitimate and the contracting's proper and stuff. Yeah. It's just good to get a feel for, like you said, like having an inside feel of what the team is about, like mm -hmm. what the ethos is and values and like, oh, have you heard of any horror stories or, you mm. know, watch out for this company because they're a bit dodgy yeah, sometimes. Yeah. And Or even where some companies are, like, oh, to be honest, yeah, I, they I wouldn't live, mind. Yeah, yeah. I don't, totally. I really That's... mind now, but yeah, some, for some guys <laughs> that, you know, a team like Kamaishi just might not be mm. for them, which is, yeah. in, or Akita, like Akita, teams that yeah. are just in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. If, if you really need to be close to like big cities or, you know, like good shopping or your like wife, for instance, you know, like that could just be a horror story for a year. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, your yeah. wife will just hate you and will just yeah. want to go home or something. Yeah. You see if we're going to Tokyo. Yeah. 
And then you just end up in Kamaishi. You're like, oh, oh yeah. see my sand. Oh, well, I'll tell you, when I first came, my agent definitely didn't tell me where my one was. He was just like, oh, here's a place, Kurita. That's a good company. You know, they've mm. got a couple of good foreigners. Yeah. But, and it was it's actually, it was in a fine place and stuff, but he definitely didn't tell me anywhere of where it was in terms yeah, yeah. of location. He's like, oh, it's just outside of Tokyo. It's like yeah, yeah. 50 minute train. I don't know, yeah, like, yeah. if that's mm. just outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big place. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, nice. Um, and uh, on anyone wanting to, I guess, come chat or ask us questions, I might eventually like sort out a WhatsApp or something. And oh. then, because um, you can connect, obviously, this podcast to phone, so could get people ringing in and asking their questions instead of just uh, messaging. So, oh, yeah. yeah, obviously, that's a good can. way. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely like a lot of a, a lot to go through with contracting you know, mm. over in Japan, like yeah. more so than a lot of other places. Yeah. Mm. Just because a lot of it's through companies and stuff, it's just a bit different. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember my first contract said like I was meant to be. I like worked in quotation marks mm. nine to five every day. Yeah, and I like when I saw, I was like, I showed the agent, and I was like, wait, hold on, do I actually have to work nine to five? He's like, no, no, no. It's just like <laughs> have I got a nine to five. Like it's like a, a, a effectively, I had to work a contract, yeah, and, like the same contract that all the other workers got because it was through the company, and like yeah. that's just how the contracting worked, and it was just like a kind of copy and paste. Yeah, he's yeah. like, no, no, that's just like part of their contracts but now you don't have to work and mm-hmm. i was like okay because i don't really want to work <laughs> <laughs> um, I, like I don't even know anything about cutie tech. <laughs> yeah. um but yeah i think some places like that it's quite hard like uh even you know employees if it says they have to work from 8 30 to 5 30 like they can't leave until after 5 30 um so even at coke it's just like oh like we want to have a half day kind of thing but then all these boys Kind of just have to stay at the clubhouse, so we don't have training. But they're just having a nap or something <laughs> at the clubhouse because <laughs> they're not allowed to leave Can't until. Clock out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. And just, um, <clears throat> but I think I feel like um, a lot of that's like almost like back in my day now. Like mm. there's just you know teams like League One is meant to be a professional league. Like a lot of teams are just becoming more yeah. and more professional, and you're starting to see it. And the quality mm-hmm. of rugby is yeah. getting better because of it. Oh so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it, it was never like the foreigners were to do that stuff. So it was always just the foreigners. Uh, your cult, their your cult <laughs> still has that. The foreigners still go in three days a week. Oh, nice. And work like half days. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Um, Hamish Patterson, he played at Panasonic for a bit and he finished up at your cult. And he oh, ended yeah. up just doing like a full degree, <laughs> just studying, doing a full degree extramurally because yeah. he was just at, had to go to the office, mm. had like five, three, four, five hours <laughs> to kill there each day in the office and he's like oh, that's not bad eh? I'll just smash out a degree that's not a bad gig yeah yeah that's not yeah. bad I mean if like you're if you're that anyway. motivated to oh yeah you do it you yeah. know like yeah. it's a good opportunity to get some extra <laughs> not that keen stuff. to go back home and <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah nine to five an actual real job um, yeah. I mean imagine uh, like yeah if you're at one of those clubs it's just like nighttime training so imagine having like a coffee truck or something and driving around all day <laughs> and, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, double checks. Train after that. Oh, happy days. Happy days. Yeah, yeah it's a nice. smart way. Yeah, that's you. And when you're 43 or something, still in Japan, yeah. just coffee Charlie taking off. Taking it's franchised by the yeah. franchise. Yeah, Northern it's all Bullets. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, but sweet. I might just. Uh, He's looking for his button for rugby news of the week. Welcome back to Japan Rugby Weekly Rugby News of the Week. Um, which should be the whole podcast, but it's not. We had nine nine games uh, to look through over the weekend. A lot of them were games of three halves. Uh, the first one was, uh, well, not in any particular order. I should probably go in the actual order. that The they chronological were playing, but, order, right? Um, you can just mix it up. That's what yeah. every podcast, you know. Yeah. The other five Japan Rugby Weekly podcasts do that, but we mix it up. Um, Turda Verblitz against Cannon Eagles. The final score after 100 minutes was 43-42, but the score after 80 minutes was 24-42. So so Cannon were winning 42-24 after 80, and then the third half or the last... The bomb squad come on and just lay on 20 points. Um, Yeah, they put a cheeky 19 uh, unanswered points on. So, I mean, yeah, by the third half, it's very much... uh, Depends on what kind of team you're playing there. So, but then, I mean, it ended up making them win 43-42. Yeah, well, like so. I said, a win's a win. Yeah. You know, like you can put that in the books. Yeah, yeah. It's on their Insta, so. <laughs> yeah, um, it must be days. real. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, the Rico Black Rams played Kintetsu Liners. Um, did you know, I didn't realize until last week, but Jackson Garden Bishop 
Is uh, playing 10 for yep. um, them. So he's uh, signed on, I guess, as the Quaid replacement. Mm. Um, but they also have Quaid's younger brother trialing there at the moment too. True. True. Yeah. Fun times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought you were doing Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, the he's, scoop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think it's quite public knowledge, oh. but I think Quaid effectively just brought him over and be like, mm. this is my little brother. Give him a go. He might go good. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, sweet. But yeah, they went down 12 to 33 against Rico Black Ram. Yeah. So. Good win Rico have had Rico. a pretty good preseason. Yeah, like they've been uh, notching up some good games. Mm. Actually, see how they go first round. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's next, Douglas? Um, next was a battle of I was going to say Div three, but Div two and Div three. We had Kuden Voltex against Kamaishi Sea Waves. Kuden oh, yes. battle of the case. Yeah, um, that's what they're known for. Um, but yeah, that Kuden are based down south. They're the only team, major team in our Kyushu now. So. Um, a lot of people, I guess, supporting them from down there. But Yeah, I'm also um, kind of supporting them, I reckon. Mm. I'd, I'd hate to see Kyushu lose, yeah. like, um, having a professional rugby team. Um, uh, I, don't think, I don't think it would be good for the sport so. in Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, um, they've got, like, that little Riro team, oh, too, yeah, don't yeah. they? Yeah. <laughs> That's um, not in the... Nuriro. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they played in the final last week of, like, the West B comp or something oh, against... Yeah. Um, Nippon Steel, I think. Okay. Um, so I think Mitsubishi Nagasaki actually play in that league as well. So we, Mitsubishi <laughs> have another team, but it's just like a company team. Yeah, true. Um, like an actual company team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, I think they won that league. And I think they're, if, like, their goal is to eventually get into League One and stuff. Div yeah, three kind of like thing, I said, there's, I think, obviously you've got to win your games, but there's mm. also the barrier to entry that is you have to be, have a professional setup. So. You have to have like your home stadium yeah. and all yeah. that and... Yeah, so a lot of other things. I think you have to be able to provide. You have to show that you've got an academy as well. Mm. Things oh, like yeah, that. Yeah. So there's a few, yeah, a few, big, a few boxes, like, hurdles, yeah, all boxes you got to tick. Um, but yeah, so is uh, yeah, it's not just how well you play rugby, but I mean they've started their team to be able to get into the thing. So hopefully whoever's backing them is backing them wow. financially as well. But yeah, oh, um, nice. but yeah, anyway, back to Cuden. Uh They played three halves, I guess you'd say as well. Um, fourteen three in the first third uh to Kudin and then 33-5 to Kamaishi in the second third so Kamaishi the last few weeks I think have played kind of their stronger team in the second half uh, smart which is just, um, <laughs> it's always just they know that it's going to be like reserves they're playing against and if we smash them not chop some wins yeah, yeah but then in the third quarter it was 29-10 to Kamai um to Kudin so now they sure. saw what Kamaishi were doing that yeah see I think uh Kudin ended up winning overall, but it was almost kind of like three mini games, I think. Yeah. So, um, it's kind of like, I think that's kind of what they want though as well. Like mm. they, they are like almost, they are separate halves, you know, like <coughs> teams are rolling out almost full different 15s each yeah. time. So yeah. they are like actual mini games a yeah. lot of the time. Um, and then Panna played NEC and that yeah. one uh, was again three thirds, but I think Panna were leading like five tries to two and then took off their uh, kind of first team. So in the first half, they were winning 17-10 and they scored another two tries. But by the end of that second, third, uh, I think, uh, there were three tries scored by NEC. So, and then it was suddenly 31, doing some quick maths, 31-31, 31, 31, 31. 31. Oh, yeah. And then in the third quarter, NEC ran away with 17 it. 17 nil. So NEC ended up winning and looking at it, you're like, whoa. But then again, you know, hard to take a read from mm, it. Yeah. Oh, the head coach messaged me, being like the referee was on their side as well. Apparently, oh, true. So NEC had must have thrown a few. Yeah, that's the green rockets with them through some green bills. Um, well, referee, maybe smart people say NEC have got a lot of influence because they used to be a good team, like yeah, a while ago. And there were a few people like, oh, NEC uh, made it into a, Div One last year. Like, it'd be a big thing for NEC not to be in Div One mm, for sure. Um, so yeah. It was kind of like, why? Because they hadn't really won like an official game <laughs> apart five from years. like promotion games, yeah, for ages. Um, <laughs> they still then, technically haven't won a Div 1 game in five years. How um, do you get that? They just haven't. They haven't. They, they won their promotion relegation game last year. Yeah. But they haven't won. Aside from that, they haven't won a game in five years. Oh, yeah. COVID. Oh, just, they yeah. just have been. They haven't won. They just they have been the weakest side in so Div 1 for a while. Mm. I don't and know. They, and you know, they, they, did, they did the restructure. That's why a lot of people were. Yeah, you know, kind of like, oh, how was um, oh, here it is. So yeah, teams like uh, like Hino and Mitsubishi who were in Div One as well, but obviously they went to Div Two last year to start off. Yeah, and then and he yeah. stayed up. So there were a few eyebrows, but I mean, yeah, who knows? Uh, 
who knows why, but um, yeah, I think because Coke played them a few times and they were, when Coke was still in top division, like they were obviously winning a few games because they beat Coke. So that was 2018. So they were winning a few games then, but maybe since then there's been a bit of a dry spell for them. Well, yeah, the when they did the restructure, mm. it got made to one a lot more competitive. You know, yeah. like you just, like every game was a hard, is a hard game now. Like mm. there's not really... Um, easy beat teams in there anymore. Yeah, four less teams, uh, four less of the, I guess, lower ranked teams yeah. historically. Um, which I guess, yeah, all in all makes it a better comp apart from how now Div 2 and 3 just have six and five teams. Yeah, well. that's yeah. horrendous. Oh, yeah. I um, think Div 2 will be pretty competitive this year. Mm, you got, well, you got like, the Drox. Yeah, you got the Drox, you got the D Rocks, yeah. and even Honda Honda. with mm. Pablo and Tom Bank. I'm like, man. And even, yeah, even Heno. Yeah, so I mean, he, oh, we haven't even got to the game with mm. Heno. Beat the balls on the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like. um, Shoki have been going well as well. Like they smashed uh, Div three last year. So yeah, um, so I think that like that'll be a pretty competitive comp this year. I think Kamaishi. I wouldn't. Might neg- I wouldn't neglect watching yeah. Div two because it's Div two mm. because there's some very good players and some very good teams playing some very good rugby there. Just like last year, kind of thing. Like there's not much. Like everything's just always about Div one for Japan rugby, but. There's a lot of good stuff in Div, like even oh, another pet peeve of mine. Um, the official, <laughs> don't say it. Official League One. Um, oh, we've got Instagram. one now. Yeah. yeah, it's finally there. But every time they put a reel up, it's just of obviously they're just playing the showing the people from the international team. But it just means there's like three reels of Santori, four of Penna, yeah. three of like Toshiba, and um, one of Lapis at uh, Kubota kind of thing and it's just the top five teams just with things it's not like a spread of the 12 That's bullshit. teams or the 24 no, teams spread yeah. the love mm. well yeah but like you think that they'll be trying to like up the hype for you know it's a league one Instagram page you're trying to up the hype for the comp that's coming around the corner yeah you know you should, I'd even be posting stuff about the pre-season games yeah, or yeah, just yeah. the competition yeah you know the different mascots even and all that you mm. know like you're just trying to up yeah like up the intensity pump for out content. and they're just pumping out like highlights of players from like last year that are playing in the mm. Japan side mm. for like Suntory and Penner. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. You know, um, I just don't think it's, in, you're not engaging as much the population base as much as you can. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, they've already just seen the, the guy that was like hit the unofficial league one page last <laughs> year did a better job of it. I hundred percent. Yeah. He's going good. Yeah. He was page. posting like some like good content about yeah. all the teams all the time. And then, got, and then he got told off for it. Everything. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think it was just there, like everything that, everyone else is posting he'd kind of just take it and put on his page which i think people were like oh well not people the league was like oh that's not officially your stuff to repost um but it was just good to have a centralized place where You're you could just all go the information there. Yeah, yeah yeah so you didn't and, have to go to and each it was team. in english as well which yeah. like yeah there's a fair supporter base mm. of rugby in japan that speak english um, yeah well it might only speak english as well yeah so you're talking about like going global and stuff but whenever you get friends or whatever from overseas who are like, can we buy some of your merch? You talk to people like, oh, you don't have, like, we can just only yeah, do Yeah, I've done it for my mates, but I've just had to effectively go buy it yeah, <laughs> and then yeah. just send it through to them. Yeah. And it's like, it's never an overseas car. option. It's sort of insane that neither is there one for our merch. So I can't <laughs> talk about um, Yeah, I'm like, oh, what loses? And then we can't do it. Um, but yeah, it's something that if you're talking about growing the game, something that uh well i think you want teams to be professional and part of that is being able to monetize your whole franchise here so people wanting to come to your games Mm. meeting your players buying your merch yeah and like they want companies kind of like not just companies just sponsoring teams with all the money like they want teams to be able to stand up on their own and like kind of pay themselves through the season yeah so you know like you need that and you don't, I mean, like, we do sell merch, but not to the extent mm-hmm. that you'd, you'd probably need to be, like, a fully professional side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we still rely on, like, a lot of Mitsubishi Heavy Industries money <laughs> yeah, yeah, to yeah. come filtering yeah. through to cover a lot of the other stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, hopefully, like, and eventually learn from, because obviously there's a lot of lot of franchises around the world who are doing it right mm. kind of thing, so we learn from that, but it's a slow process, I guess. Yeah. If, uh, what yeah. you don't know where you like don't know, so. Like, from where we've come from in the last shit, even the last year, mm. yeah. it's a massive way, like, yeah, yeah. Even yeah. like I think for our management and stuff, it's a big, been mm-hmm. a steep learning curve for them. Yeah, yeah. Like we're just all learning as a as a group, really. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like players are obviously learning to play better footy, and coaches and are learning there, and then and uh, management as well. Like oh, this is how you run a well, franchise. Yeah. 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 Or like because uh, they've just from last season had to do all of game day, which no one's ever had to do before. Yeah. And just like oh, this is how you got to sort out everything at the stadium, you know. So it's yeah, yeah. probably been a tough thing for them. Yeah. But, yeah. Organizing like ah. Uh, 
last year was hard because of COVID, but like the fan service mm. side of things too, you know, yeah. like I said, a lot of the time players, oh, people will come to games to meet the players and see them play live and stuff like that. And so trying to get, get around that, you know, and, mm. um, making sure that they, they get to like get their photos and autographs and stuff like that, which yeah, is yeah, yeah. another kind of side of it. Yeah. And it's cool. Uh, well, I know our management, like I've talked to Kotaro quite a bit around stuff that we've done at Super Rugby and just giving him ideas and we've done a couple of them this year. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, definitely. Oh, I, d- I definitely think he, he's de- like, you know, he's happy to learn. He's like, mm-hmm. mate, okay, I've never tried to run a franchise before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let me know how they do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Give me some ideas. So. Yeah, yeah, nice. Um, We're in the right direction. We're heading in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. need to win some games. Just need to win some <laughs> games. Come That's on, boys. Uh, everyone loves a winner. Yeah. Um, and a dark horse as well. Um, what about a dark ball? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but getting back to around the grounds, um, we also had the Drocks. Uh, they played again, I think three halves or three, I keep saying it, three thirds. Three thirds. Um, I did, I'm a stats major. I shouldn't even have to say. Um, but yeah, they played, uh, Kubota, won 63-42. Um, so again, don't know how much to read into it, but, uh, they bet their, Rival in um, Chiba, so Uriyasu. Wow. That was the the Uriyasu battle uh, derby, wasn't it? Yeah, they both had battle for Disneyland. That was the Bay. Disneyland battle. Well, I saw the Drocks <laughs> were allowed to go to Disneyland for a week, and then, um, yeah, the <laughs> stayed at the hotel for free. Eh? Kubota yeah. weren't so, unlucky. and they get to talk to the princesses. Yeah, well, <laughs> uh, um, but then yeah, we also touched on it, but uh, the Boars went down thirty three thirty eight to Hino, so. Uh, we went out to uh, oh, Musashi day. Kosugi. Um, no, but it was a draw at halftime. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a. Uh, we thought we were only playing for the first what twelve minutes. I thought. Yeah. Yeah. In the regulations, it said twelve minutes. <laughs> yeah. Because we were winning twelve nil at that point, I think. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. A point a minute. Yeah, yeah. Um, rugby was definitely the winner in those first twelve minutes. I went, it was a, to be fair. I was in the stands, obviously, because I'm a rehab specialist, and. Um, it was actually a really good game to watch in terms mm. of, as a spectator. So there's that. You know, rugby was the winner on the day there. Yep. But you know, it's never nice to see a team no. lose. Mm. Um, Tough day. Yeah, it was a good lessons for a you know what would you say like yeah you 20, don't you don't days you don't lose season, you so. learn yeah yeah especially in preseason. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's what that's for. So um, yeah, that's yeah. what preseason's for. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the review the, the review this. Uh, today wasn't pretty. <laughs> no, it was a tough day at the office today, but it was a good yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. Bring Do your mouth like. guards tomorrow, yeah. boys. <laughs> <laughs> um, we also had Honda Heat against Sky Active, so Honda oh, yeah. against Mazda, the car show-off or the bikes even. Yeah, um, and that's also a um, – is that a Hiroshima? But, oh, no. Honda's a nice stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They're kind of close, but not really. Yeah. Sorry, I tried to make something out of yeah, that. Nice. <laughs> um, yeah. You got nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. A for effort. They're kind of close. Me yeah. is, yeah, middle of nowhere kind of thing. Uh, oh, they're next to a, yeah. they're next to a Formula One track. Yeah, yeah. But that's there because there's no one around there and they can be <laughs> out there. Um, but anyway, uh, Honda won 52-21. So both our teams last year were in Div 2, but uh, Mazda lost to Shimizu in the promotion relegation. So they're in Div 3 this year. And um, I guess you can see the difference. It's the same there. When you see your school, it's like you can see the difference in class and then all the other ones. I'm like, you can't read into it. So <laughs> yeah. just picking and choosing. <laughs> As, um, do you know if like, um, Tom Banks was playing? Uh, I can find out. I, Cause I, he hasn't been playing for the Wallabies, has he? So I just assume he's Around? at Honda, naturalizing to Japan, getting used yeah. to the winter. Did he? I know was Pablo. I know Pablo. Yeah. He broke his arm. Yeah. But I think he's back. I'm he's pretty now. Sure. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah, he's yeah. like I back he was in Yeah, I know big Pablo's playing for Argentina still, so he can't be playing for Honda at the moment. He's um, in town though, isn't he? Wow, just going off the Instagram page. Oh, he might be there now, but he he wasn't. He was playing the Autumn Internationals. I'm sure yeah, yeah, no, he was. Yeah. Yeah. So um, he's just flown straight over. Straight over. Yeah. Oh, yep. Yeah. Pack your bags, Pablo. You're in Japan Pablo. Now. Yeah, no, Pablo. Uh, they didn't play. They just had um, a few, I guess, uh, foreign locks in, mm-hmm. and um, they've got Trask. Caleb Trask. Ah, yes. But, um, yeah, not uh, not those two big names. So yeah. uh, Trask was good. Trask had a great super season mm. and NPC as well. Yeah. So That's an epic a deal, way. How he's coming over here for a season and going back to the Chiefs. Yeah. He's, on he's already signed for the Chiefs. Yeah. Fun times. So he's doubled. Oh, is he doubled up? <laughs> not really, but it's still mm. good. He gets to kind of mm. get a year on Japan. Yeah. It's like a different environment, refreshing, even if you're yeah. still playing rugby. Yeah. Um, rugby. Especially what they play 10 games before the 
promotion. So is he? Answer. So he he will he will miss next year's super season, won't he? Or yeah, he some misses, of them. yeah, yeah. And then he signed for the one after. Yeah. No, he signed for like three years after. Oh mm. wow! Yeah. Cool. I, I don't know how it's, how it looks, but his agents like done some would, work there. Mm, yeah, it was talking about agents, mate. There's get, whoever trusts agent yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, get get on the He's yeah. uh, this week's sponsor. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, moving on, we had a uh, Shizuoka Blue Revs, formerly Yamaha, against Kobe. Uh, the Blue Revs winning thirty eight thirty three. So um, good performance from them. Um, yeah. Obviously, again preseason. Can't wait till these teams actually. All these games start mattering. Um, but, uh, yeah, I guess all the teams are just looking to get their combinations right. Don't want to, it's kind of like a balance of getting the continuity, but not showing too much. Yeah. Of your don't want to show your hand. I was talking to Michael Little about that game and he was saying that Yamaha or Blue Blue, sorry, did do some like pretty cool, interesting stuff that kind of caught them off guard oh, a little yeah. bit. So I think teams are obviously trying stuff mm-hmm. as well. Um, I'm just trying to see how they go. Sometimes it's like a double bluff. Like you're like, oh, they've done this. Can you preview it? And then they do something <laughs> different. Eh? So, um, well, yeah, I think teams are constantly trying to change and adapt, even through the preseason and then in season as well. Yeah. Like it's like this, it's pretty organic, you know, like you're mm-hmm. constantly trying to like stay ahead of the pack. Yeah, nice. Um, well, I remember, yeah, a team that we played in preseason a, a while ago at Coke. We are just like drifting. What they did was drift in defense and we were playing them like three weeks later or something. And yeah. our coach was like, you don't change a defense system. And then suddenly I mean, they were just... They you were wouldn't, just, to be honest, but um, maybe that it just wasn't working for them. Yeah, yeah. And then suddenly they were just line speeding everything and we're like, what is happening? And we lost the game. So they, they were playing chess <laughs> and is, playing checkers. It is pretty rogue to change a full defensive mm. system in three weeks, but maybe they done maybe it in the preseason and just practiced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loose. Um, Pretty cool. Uh, but then, sorry, the final game was Santori against Toshiba. Santori winning 45-28, so two top four teams from last year yeah. going at it. Um, again, was, was this another three-thirds game? I'm not too sure. Um, some of them, like, because none of them are televised and stuff. It's kind of just you have to look at the Japanese website and, and see what they're yeah. saying. But, but to be fair, I definitely send feelers out to all my mates. On mm. all my mates. Some of my mates. I don't know that many. But three, three feelers. Yeah, yeah three feelers to <laughs> just other friends to, to just kind of get like a, you know, like more of a feel of the scores and like mm. what actually kind of went on and stuff like that. It'd but they're good. probably biased too because they're talking about their own team. Um, like, yeah, oh, yeah, we, we just didn't really try anything. <laughs> <laughs> we should really be plugging in the phone. And just talking to these feelers of yours. So. Cool. Nah, um, <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know how willing that'd be. To... Oh, yeah. So, our game plans for this. Um, so, you're playing us in three weeks. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Um, but, yeah, it's uh, we're de- definitely good to uh, get a few interviews. I think we've got a few interviews lined up uh, shortly. Uh, one uh, with or two with uh, a few players down under, but a bit up over from where we are in New Zealand. So, so there. So, so where are they? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so we've got a couple of guests uh, on the next few weeks uh, and also someone from Kiwiland as well. So um, oh, nice. some of them that you probably, you guys probably don't even know about. No, I don't. Yeah. Wow. Well, I kind of just turn up to these podcasts. Yeah, yeah. Just I don't even know what's going on. I mean, that's the best way to do it, you know, just off the cuff. But um, before we go, uh, do you guys want to do your guys segments yep i've got yeah, i've definitely got so a little bit lined up you know no i'll have to freestyle it it's <laughs> <laughs> well prepared the derlin story of the day the derlin story of the day the derlin story of the day the pickle play all right so our friend the pickle had his birthday on the weekend and it was nice. good he actually organized for a lot of the foreigners we all met up at a park and had a barbecue yeah, nice. and all the kids got to run around and have fun and whatnot so it was a good day out and because um, it was his birthday, I think you guys might remember previously that um, our friend the pickle just dips into my protein all the time. And he kind of just does it like in my face now. He doesn't even try to hide it. <laughs> <Just does it. laughs> and so for his birthday, I thought, why not get him a tub of protein? Mm. So I bought him the tub of protein. I gave it to him at training. He's like, oh, thanks, bro. Like, I don't have to take your protein anymore. I'm like, yep, that's the point. You've got your own protein now. You know, like, this is yours. You can stop having mine. And then we went to training today and we had weights in the morning and then we um, obviously have protein after weights and then I see Dill dipping into my protein again. I'm like, what are you doing, mate? You got your own protein? He's like, oh, I didn't bring it. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I left it at home. I was like, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. So he's still going at my protein. I don't know if 
he's just accidentally forgotten it or if he's just actively just wants to keep having my protein and he's saving his yeah, at nice. home for whatever he does with protein at home. But he's playing chess for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm just like, I think he thinks protein grows on trees or something. Mm. But anyways, that was my pickle story. But yeah. Mrs. Pickle also has mm. a uh, pickle play. And he actually uh, gave me this play himself, the pickle. But So I thought she was going to be the yin to his yang, like the anti-pickle. But she's just a pickle too, I think. Mm. Um, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway he, he, he was telling me that um, so his wife's over and he is obviously a grub. So the house is a mess and she's trying to clean up the house while he's at training. And she's given him a call being like, I keep having to take out the vacuum and plug it into all the different sides. Like the cord's not long enough. Like, you know, it's super short. Like, how did you clean this house in the past? And he's had to explain to her that, like, it's a cord that can, like, extend, you know, like the retractable mm. cord. And she's just got through the whole house. Like, unplugging and plugging into all the different got rooms. Because he's in, like, a, a two-bedroom apartment. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You could effectively vacuum the whole car, like apartment with, you know, just from one socket and it would just extend and probably if get you through the whole place. just pick the right one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But she's just gone, like, unplugging it and plugging it into all the different rooms. And- <laughs> I couldn't believe it. No. The yin to his yin. Mm, but yeah, so that's a double pickle play for you guys. Yeah, nice. Like well, I mean, I guess as long as it gets the job done. Eh? And, um, good. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Too negative to make it positive. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, uh, vacuuming, maybe it makes it more fun. You've got to really be strategic on where you put um, the socket or where you plug it in if you've got a really short cord. So maybe she's just play, making a game of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, where is the best? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Nice. Good segment. What about, uh, again, your one uh, changes every week. H, they don't have a button for yours. Plays of the week. Yeah, no, my plays of the week. Sorry. Yeah. So, first one was historic moment for Japan football. They ended up beating Germany 2 1 on the weekend. Sorry, a few days ago. Yeah, yeah. They last lost. Week. They yeah, low key lost this morning, though. But. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, before that, yeah. <laughs> that so they had a historic win beating yeah, Germany. Yeah, nice. So that was um, that That's was good. a big play for the country. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. They've sure also, they... I mean, like it's pretty standard here, but they're making international news again for like mm. being tidy people. You know, yeah, like yeah, they yeah. clean up yeah. after themselves in the stadiums. They always the boys leave their locker room spotless, mm-hmm. and everyone's like making this big deal of it. But it's funny how it's just like. It's standard here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like it's just a normal thing in Japan. But yeah. To just clean up after yourself. But overseas, it's like this huge deal. Like, whoa. Yeah. Get people get take their rubbish with them. <laughs> That's <laughs> crazy, man. Yeah. Or the boys get their brooms and stuff out afterwards, eh, before you leave the um, dressing room, like the yeah. last five or pe- uh, whatever, they're just sweeping the, non- the grass. The non-members normally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so when, like you're, the, when you're a rehab member, you have to do that quite a bit too. Like the, or the traveling reserves if you've got, like a 23-man squad where you got the seven guys who just come with the team on yeah. away games. That was yeah. there for the beers. Yeah. yeah. The just... beers and the brooms. Yeah. yeah. Getting up after the locker room. Yeah. This is my second podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a, uh, yeah, nice. Yeah. Great double play, that one. It was a double play. Yeah, did you say it almost counts too? Um, mm, nice. Maybe. Second one of the week would have to be Nike, made mm. by you. So I've uh, a few weeks, well, actually probably like six weeks ago. Made some boots because yeah, nice. boots are super hard to get in Japan because I've got big feet, mm. yeah. wide feet. So yeah. you can uh, jump on Nike.com. Yeah. yeah. It's, is it called boots. Nike ID or like Nike, Nike by ID. you or something? Nike yeah. by you, yeah. And you just literally can just make your own boots. You can yeah. make your own boots, yeah. So I've got the Nike Phantoms. Thank you for sponsoring my sponsoring me, Nike. Mm, nice, the sponsor of your segment. Sponsor yeah. of my segment. Nike, great sponsor. <laughs> great and, uh, sponsor. Ben's one for the pickle players, Dyson. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually uh, optimum nutrition protein. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, nice. Um, but sweet, nice. Yeah, yeah they look skucks. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, you are the skucksy skucks of skucks. Yeah, skucks. Yeah, they look so like nice. they cost one dollar as well. Mm, must be very nice. <laughs> oh. Sponsored free, mate. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, um, but nice. Just a two this week. Thank Good you very much. much. Well, your first one was almost a double with the help of Pretty much was. Bender, so that's <laughs> yeah. nice. Three, uh, three this week, so. How good. Um, do you want to finish with, do you have an Osusume of the week or uh, do you want to We had one last week for you for this week. Yeah, I, I came in with excited. that. And I, yeah, I don't know. I'll think of it. Mm. Chuck it on and I'll, um, I'm sure I can come up with something really quick. Amazon. Benz Asasume. Right. So, <laughs> my Asasume for this week 
would have to be Chew Highs. Oh, nice. Chew Highs. <laughs> what do you guys reckon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> why Chew Highs? What do you mean, why Chew Highs? <laughs> They're They're like, it's, it's almost like a rite of passage, like isn't it, poison. in Japan to cut. Yeah, they are poison, but mm. it's almost like a rite of passage to have like at least like one, one, yeah, one night where you, where you go through that maybe two, three, four. Mm-hmm. Like nine percent chew highs, and then you can just dial it back to the five percent yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, like you don't have to spend a night on the nine percenters, and then do the five percents, um, get blind, um, maybe go bowling, and then <laughs> wake up with like a horrific hangover because mm. it's like absolute poison that's in those drinks. But they are, I still to this day reckon that they're like a great party starter. Like, yeah, just yeah. to start your night off. Put a couple of chew highs down. Or even if you're having trouble sleeping on a Tuesday night after a big day <laughs> of code. And you've got a day off on Wednesday. <clears throat> day off on Wednesday. A little chew high. Yeah, a yeah. lemon chew high mm. just to take the edge off a hard day in the office. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, we, they were probably anyone who's came to the uh, World Cup in Japan. You could buy like the kind of chew highs at the stadium. It was either Heineken or kind of chew highs. Yeah. And I think, um, they were definitely the option. Mm. Those Heinekens. I don't know. It's like you just drink so much of them at a World Cup because Heineken just always seemed to be the beer at every World Cup. So yeah. even in the New Zealand, the one in New Zealand, I just started calling them Green Goblins. Like they just got, <laughs> like they, they just got, like those razor blades going in my throat near yeah, the no, end. They're terrible. They're right yeah. for a starter. Yeah, yeah. You can put two. away two or three in the end. But if you're just sitting at a stadium watching Keeps of mm, Code, code they, get, yeah. they get. I'm sitting old. on the fence on how good they are, depending on if they sponsor us or not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want Heineken as a sponsor. Oh, I I'd get sick of it so quick. Um, I mean, yeah, I'd like, take a case. At, at the World Cup, and even at baseball games over here, they have, mm. like, Chew High Girls. Yeah, yeah. And they just go around with, like, a fucking... Oh, oh sorry, that's no, the sorry. best. Yeah, like, it's a water gun. Oh, yeah, sorry. Is that my assumption? Like, water gun girls. <laughs> yeah, water gun baseball. girls at the baseball. Oh. Yeah. Baseball itself is actually just a day out. You've like, got to go to a baseball game. 100%. Yes. I've only been to, like, two. Mm. I, should have, I should be going to one. I'm still on zero, so... Yeah. Let's go to a... Let's do a pod... Well, we don't... We can't do a podcast here because it's just... But we can do a podcast about it when we go. We can all go together and then just take some Instagram. We're we're quite lucky in the sense that we're the only actual team in Sagamihara. So we're the only team or people that get to support the Bay Stars. Yeah. You know, like all the other teams in Tokyo just have to support the Giants. So there's like 50 teams supporting the Giants. Mm. But we're the only team supporting the Yokohama Bay Stars. So we actually have like a team to get behind. Yeah. And they did all right last season. Um, They came second and then uh, because you got two conferences going. Anyway. Um, yeah, know, yeah, yeah. But anyway, but, Chew Highs at a baseball game, yeah. or just a baseball game. Let's go. Even just the sure. beers, like, but it's, a, it's a, just an awesome day out. I reckon because baseball's a lot slower. It's kind of like cricket. Like you can kind of just park up <laughs> the same person. It's not. I feel like rugby's like I don't yeah, know. I get yeah. quite emotionally invested into rugby, and yeah, like yeah, I sometimes yeah. forget about drinking. Yeah. Whereas like baseballs, like you can t- talk to mates. You don't really miss much. Mm. Yeah, that's it. You just don't really miss much in baseball because he's yeah. like. Quite often, not a lot going on. Long periods well, of play, yeah, you know, yeah. stoppages. Ball and play is yeah. very minimal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you know when it's gonna be good. Like if there's someone on second or something, then you're like, oh, this is a chance. Like we <laughs> yeah, might be able yeah. to get a run here, and then the singing kind of changes, and you're like, oh, yo, let's go. Oh um, yeah. And then comes up, and then yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. And then it's like a strikeout, and you're like, oh, everyone goes, oh, and then it's like <laughs> a double just, play, and then you just like two two highs, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, there's so neat like this. Three or four. Like they harass you. They like they, they um, literally harass you. They like making you speed. Like make you speed up your drinking. A They're Japanese like, girl harassing you. I don't yeah, think. Really? I've never had that. They've always been super nice to me. But no, nah, not harassing, but like you know that they want you to drink so they can sell mm. you another one. Yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah. I guess. Well, you I'll feel bad because they got like twenty liters on their back and yeah, they're just yeah. carrying up and down. They like guilt tripping you into drinking. Like they keep dry. Yeah, and you're sitting at the top row. They're walking all the way up the stairs. Um, but yeah, everyone, so at the Bay Stars, they've got their own beer. So they've got like a Bay Stars lager that you can really get there. Um, so there's a few girls who have that. There's a few who have the Chuhais, a few who have, you know, normal Asahi or something. So you kind of just pick and they just keep coming up and down the rows. So you yeah. never have to get up. You just kind of wave. And then they're just like, oh, how many? And you can pay, pay and stuff now. So you can wow. do your mobile transactions oh, and wow. stuff. So oh, that's yeah. epic. Let's go. I don't get that one when does the season baseball? start? Um, February. It's been on for a little while. It just finished. It just finished. So we're, we're back on a Feb, aren't we? Something like that. It's a. Winter. They play like they play so many games, there. and there are a few cancelled for COVID this year. So the last oh, okay. few well, months, uh, makeup games. Um, were there. Yeah. So they were like 
25 games in one month for base and then the next month was like 27 or something wow. so they play like 11 games in a row then one day off and i was like holy wow <laughs> that's when you start running like a and b teams yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah your no, pitches really. their shoulders would just mm. be like absolutely rocked wouldn't well, they? i mean we're going really tangenty but the starting pitcher they have to basically have like five days off yeah, um yeah. so every fifth game i think the same pitch can come in yeah. but relief pitchers who normally only do one or two innings kind of thing um, sometimes, like, you know, even just half an inning, but those guys can Started be Started getting their numbers up. Um, yeah, they can be available, like, every uh, day. So it's kind of sucky for them. So they've got to go every day, and then you don't know if you're going to get played and you're just warming up. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, they're going to go with the left-hander today or something. Like, yeah. Oh. So, yeah. Um, sorry. We've How gone. epic would that be if we're the only team in our area that supports... We are. Well, technically, the Yokohama Cannon Eagles. So how cool would it be to like tee up the Dynaballs and the Bay Stars yeah, together? Yeah. Uh, it's like small fish with big fish, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if, you know, we're small enough to go talk to them yet. But yeah. <laughs> they get like 40,000 every day like, to their 300 game, or not 300, they have like 100 Surely games. Surely Mitsubishi. I would say so that baseball over in mm. Japan is a very popular sport oh, as well. So yeah, like they, they get the cream of the crop. But it's kind of cool, like, because there's, you know, so many games. If you lose a game, the fans and stuff, they're disappointed, but they're not that disappointed. Like, in rugby, it's like, oh, there's one of 16. But then for them, it's like, oh, it's only our one, one of, like, our 100 games. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. This doesn't our, um, oh, you'll be able to enlighten us on this, Doug, but our PR lady, mm-hmm. doesn't she do a bit of stuff with the, the Bay Stars? Yeah, yeah. So she used to, I think she used to do her own TV show, that was about the Bay Stars. So oh, yeah. she, and she did a lot of reporting for the Bay Stars, uh, their first and second team and stuff. And, yeah. um, actually got me tickets once. So oh, I, oh, they were like right behind first base, which is the, primo. Is that the primo yeah. spot. Is it's it? pretty primo. Um, yeah. I was like, oh, um, Must but yeah, nice. there's a lot of, uh, American, um, you know, players and guys from, uh, other countries and stuff there. So yeah. surely you've got to just get one of them on the potty and, just learn about baseball because it's so fascinating and like yeah. so different to us. Yeah, so. yeah. I do, um, I definitely enjoy watching it mm. and stuff like that. Like once I got my head around how the sport works and it's how quite pitching easy and all watching, that. Eh? Yeah. It's, it's quite cool mm. for sure. It's, it's like the most individualized team sport like I've ever seen kind of thing. It's always yeah. just a one on one battle apart from when you're doing like, you know, the double plays when you're trying to get two people out on the bases and stuff. But, Apart from that, it's always just pitcher against batter, pitcher against batter. Yeah. Um, and then maybe one of the fielders will help you out with a good catch. But, yeah. I mean, Americans are probably screaming at me for oversimplifying <laughs> yeah. it. There's probably a lot more. <laughs> so it's, it's pretty much cricket, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, nice. Um, that was my house, assuming. Yeah. yeah great. I guess. Went I mean, deep, but yeah, I'm happy with mm-hmm. it. This sure. was, um, jam packed, but it was jam packed of goodness. It's like one of those jam filled donuts you get from the bakery in New Zealand. Oh, oh. One of my favorite donuts. Yeah. How good. Um, but one of my, just to quickly go on, a, I always hate it when I do this because I'm editing. I'm like, Doug, stop talking. Um, but, uh, when you're doing it, it's fun. It's, uh, Mr. Donut. Depending on the place you go to, you can do Tabe all day. I'm not a big Mr. Donut fan. You can yeah. do all you can eat for 16 bucks. I just feel like, because mm. Krispy Kreme here is so good. I don't know. Every time I get a Mr. Donut, I'm like, it's I not as good as a Krispy Kreme. Um, a KK. I, uh, knew someone who used to work at, Mr. Donut, and they were so anti Krispy Kreme. They're like, do you know they just freeze them? They're not even fresh at Krispy Kreme, but um, Mr. Donut, <laughs> oh, they're they all taste fresh. Donut, hey. <laughs> yeah. They taste fresh. So we have to do a better with the donuts one day. Get I out. reckon I'm a pretty like established donut eater. Like mm. I'm a, a good food critic for this. Yeah, nice. I'm happy to do it as we well. Have to get this <laughs> you guys want to buy me donuts? Yeah, I'll yeah. eat them. I'm a. I you know. I'll do a blind taste test. 100%. I happily eat uh, Mr. Donut. Uh, yeah, I know. Krispy Kreme have like fancier ones, but I happily eat uh, Mr. Donut, especially when they have their tabe hore, they're all you can eat and they, you can, all you can drink, um, coffees and stuff as well. But yeah, I want to get my money's worth. It was, I think, sen nihakuen, so what, wow. 1,200 uh, yen. And I had 17 donuts in an hour. Oh, yeah. so, wow. so you definitely got your wow. money's worth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the last five I wasn't necessarily enjoying, yeah. but <laughs> I bet that money's worth, yeah. <laughs> but I just put them every time I go up to the counter to get one. I just, Take note of how much it was gonna cost. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, I'm up to 3,300 yen or something. And that's just every day. So, yeah. <laughs> and then I want to go throw a blade of it. That the, doesn't matter. The pickles just messaged me. Like, What's the place with the knockoff designer bags by Mount Fuji? Oh, nice. <laughs> but I think he means Gotemba, which is not mm, a knockoff, but it's a just, designer outlet place. Yeah, just outlet stuff. And if you're going to go there, you might as well just go to Fuji Q. Mm, 
Nice. The, I, was that one? That might have. Oh, I'll say that. I think we've said. Um, oh, yeah, I'll just keep recommending that place yeah, yeah. every single time I come on this podcast. It's the best good. place ever. Yeah. Nice. How good? But nice. Thanks, boys. Um, I guess uh, our jam-packed uh, <laughs> podcast was the winner on the day, but it was a yeah. game of three quarters, like it was the <laughs> three thirds. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Stats major. <laughs> oh. Game of three halves. Yeah. Let's go. Well, saw this now. Um, and then uh, <laughs> rugby or podcasting or merching, whatever. Um, your own homemade Nike boots were the winner of the day. Thank you, Nike. So, but yeah, thanks to our sponsors. Yeah, you can watch all. <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode of the JRW Podcast. Make sure to rate and share the pod if you enjoy it. And don't forget to use code JRW15 at the ANR Pro checkout for a 15% discount. Arigats, I'll talk to you next week.